Welcome to the Global Art Cafe podcast. I'm Lisa Kindle, your host. I am an artist and a certified therapeutic art life coach. The Global Art Cafe also meets every Friday on Zoom. Go to my website, www.artsoulliving.com to be part of the live conversation and get on my mailing list to get all the most up-to-date info on my events and services. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave me a five-star rating and consider leaving me a review. If you really love what I'm doing, consider supporting me with a financial contribution or contact me to become a paid sponsor. My mission is to inspire people with content that is relevant and valuable for personal and professional growth. You're in the right place if you're an entrepreneur, an artist, someone who likes to learn, or you're a creative, like-minded person. Together, we rise. Together, we are stronger. I'm Lisa Kendall, your host, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. So our special guest is Dori Molliger. Let me tell you a little bit about her. As an entrepreneur for more than 30 years, Dori Molliger was the founder and CEO of WomanWise, an internationally recognized marketing agency with an enviable list of Fortune 500 clients. Recognized as a thought leader specializing in uncovering women's subconscious needs and aspiration, she's been a featured speaker on multiple national and international stages, including the privilege of delivering a TEDx talk. Her opinions and insights have been featured in the New York Times, USA Today, Forbes, and other leading publications. After a life-changing tragic event, Dory shuttered her agency and at the age of 62 launched a bold new venture devoted to guiding women to step into their power and thereby amplifying female influencers in the world. Today, her signature coaching programs include Unlock Your Purpose, A Transformational Experience, and the Aging with Power series. Today, Dory is going to share her own story and motivation behind her coaching business. She will share more inside details about her program, Aging with Power, launching in September, as well as her story as a woman entrepreneur. You'll have the opportunity to look at your own exceptional life events through a new lens and see how these situations have shaped you in the perfect way, equipping you with the skills and insight you need to age with power. Let's welcome Dory Molitor to the Global Art Cafe. Welcome. Thank you, Lisa, and it's nice to see all of you beautiful women. From that introduction, it sounds like I had it all, right? I had um, enviable clients with this great agency that included the likes of Nestle, General Mills, United Healthcare, Pfizer. Um, I did TV, radio, and print interviews where the media was calling me to get my expert opinion about major brand campaigns that were being launched. And I picked up the phone one day and it was someone inviting me to do a TED talk on a study I had just completed about how women are recalibrating the American dream. So I thought I had it all too. A successful career I was proud of, um, a loving family and um, a wonderful lifestyle. And then everything changed one day when my husband of 31 years, Todd, was diagnosed with young onset Alzheimer's. And within two months, I shuttered my business and became his primary caregiver. And after a five-year struggle, 
um, Todd passed away in 2017. And at that point, after five years, I was more than emotionally and physically exhausted. Not only had I lost my life partner, but I was no longer a business owner. I was stripped of my identity and I was staring at a bleak future I couldn't possibly have ever imagined. So in my darkest moment, I realized that I had a choice. I could either ride out my years ahead and take them as they came, or I could take command of my life once again. But how and when and where do I start? So I went on a two-year journey of self-discovery that I called Finding Dory. And um, I went through trainings, workshops. I read extensively. I had mentors. I had coaches. And I emerged from that two-year journey, and I saw myself through a new lens. I realized that I could take my 30 years as an entrepreneur and my 20 years of doing um, research to uncover women's subconscious desires and needs, and that I could take all of that and I could help women like you see yourself as the powerful force that you are. And I realized that my purpose, what I needed to do was not about being a megaphone for women at the corporate strategy table and giving these corporations insights with women, but rather what I am meant to do is to help women like you step into your power, find your voice and live the life that you were meant to be. Today, I am uh, a knowledge broker trained by Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi. I have several training programs, um, Lisa mentioned Unlock Your Purpose, and my new one, which I'm very excited to talk with you about today, is this Aging with Power for Women. Um, it is where I am helping you see who you are and helping you boost your vitality, shift your mindset, and see that the best is still ahead and how do you create that. So I am here today uh, to talk with you a little bit about aging with power and to also give you just a little uh, more detail about what that experience will be like. Does anybody have questions for Dory about what she shared or comments? Well, um, I, I don't know, I'm 53. I've got three kids um, that are 11, 17 and 19. And, you know, it's exciting to see them go off to college. And it kind of makes me feel like, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur since 1996. So I know what it's like to, you know, run a business and do all that business and all that stuff. And it's like, I still feel like, you know, I look at like Sybil um, here in the group, how she started something, what, like four or five years ago, Sybil, you started your painting, just decided to, to give it a go and like you make amazing paintings and so people like Sybil inspire me to think that you know I'm only 53 I still have half my life to go and there's a whole you know who knows what's out there and so it's just um I'm excited for what what's to come I have no idea what's to come but it's exciting so just want to share that 
And I'll mention for the people listening in, Sybil started painting at age 72, and we recently celebrated her 80th birthday on another one of our podcasts. So. At 76. Oh, at 76. Okay. Yeah. I I retired at 72. That was it. But you started painting after you retired at 72, painting started at 76. So now we have that cleared up. So age, not a factor. I love the picture the other day we had three different decades there was me we'll say 50s and then there was Val who just turned 70 Sybil 80 so we've got a couple of 50s and Cher you you represent the 60s right she's nodding we got all the decades covered <laughs> so Dory so many women that I meet I mean we get influenced we can't help but be influenced by all of the anti-aging and um, discrimination and messaging out there um, is telling us we should buy all these products to look younger um, in the workplace, sometimes feeling like we're overlooked and it, opportunities go to the younger, more spirited people. And, um, and I know when I ended that journey with my husband, um, I mean, I was exhausted. I felt old. I felt dull. I felt like um, I didn't know what I was good at and what I, you know, what my future could look like. And um, the one thing that I realized, which you touched on a bit, Pamela, um, you know, at, I believe you said you were 53. So basically for me, um, I was, well, I turned 60 the day after my husband's celebration of life. So there was a lot shifting and happening, but I realized, as you said, even at the age of 60, retirement and aging isn't what it used to be. So at the age of 60, any of us, we still have at least 30 more years where we can um, contribute to the world, do a dream, get new skills. I work with women who like get to this age of 65 and they're ready to retire and they retire. And then what? They're bored. They, they feel like they aren't part of a community anymore. They lose their identity and it's, they're not living and using their full potential. Well, for me, I don't know if you aren't growing, you aren't living, if you aren't changing. Um, so um, it seems natural to me, but I will say that's not typical, but yeah, I'm pretty dang excited about what I'm doing and the impact I'm having with women and the change I can make in the world. I have more vitality, more energy, more enthusiasm than I ever had. Bravo. Bravo <laughs> to you. <laughs> Yeah, high five, virtual high, high five. five. Yeah, virtual. <laughs> For me, at 66 years old, I had no intention of retiring, and COVID happened. I retired from my job to homeschool my grandchildren after having just opened a restaurant in August of 2019. Suddenly in May of 2020, I had no intention of retiring from my full-time job doing interior design with carpet and countertops. I retired from that and took care of grandchildren, but I still have a restaurant. Um, 
for me, I don't think I ever have to stop. I allow myself to do whatever I want to do be, beyond what the naysayers tell me and my brothers tell me, calm down, enjoy retirement. I'm sorry, if I'm not active and um, stimulated and stimulating other people, I'm not alive. So I'm very excited about being 68 this year and uh, having a grand plan for the next years to come. Nice. There's lots of great things ahead for share. Tell you about aging with power. Basically, there's kind of two pieces of it. Is what I am calling um, what I'm calling Wisdom Wednesdays, and that is in social media. Every Wednesday, I will be posting an inspiring video with a tip or theme about something that you can be doing to age with power. That's every Wednesday. And then the last Wednesday of the month is what I call Wine and Wisdom Wednesdays with Dory. So it's again, it's awakening up that curiosity, that spunk, that mojo that we felt and had maybe at a younger age, but bringing that alive and actually taking it higher. Overall, what is it you get out of it? What is it you walk away with? This is a time to really see who you are, to honor your wisdom, to honor your experience, to boost your vitality, shift your mindset. That's a big part of it because it, it you know, if you believe you will succeed, you're right. If you believe you will not succeed, you're right. So it's all about getting, it starts with mindset. Without the right mindset, you can't make change and you can't achieve what it is that you want for that next level life. So I'm thinking for those who want to at least follow along with what you're doing, maybe what people should do if they're interested in, in seeing what you're doing, finding out more information is connect with you on LinkedIn, Dory Molitor, M-O-L-I-T-O-R, correct? Yep. Or Facebook, give her a friend request. I hope you're enjoying the conversation. We'll have more right after this. Are you curious about how art can help you heal past wounds, break through limiting beliefs, or are you looking for a creative outlet? Lisa Kindle, artist and certified art life coach, is now offering exclusive sessions to work with her privately in a safe space. You will explore art in your life and how it can help you release hurts and find true love and happiness in your heart. Work with her for 30 or 60 minute sessions. Sessions are $30 for 30 minutes. Unlock this hidden world of joy through art. You can contact her to schedule your first session by emailing her at lisa at artsoulliving.com. Now back to the show. So one of the things that, uh, that I think is critically important as we age is to not, again, get wrapped up in the negative messaging out there, but to really honor our wisdom to really recognize the journey we've been on in our life, the experiences we have, and the unique gifts that we were given. We all have unique superpowers and strengths. So what I thought we could do today is um, in our life, that we've all had accomplishments or daunting challenges or crisis. And I thought I would, in, um, take a look at a crisis or a challenge in your life. 
Um, and I'm gonna have you look at that in a minute. What I'm going to do is walk you through one of mine and then I'll give you direction for how you do it. And the reason I like looking at these, um, these life events is because they are generally, that these are turning points in your life. They're either situations that changed you um, uh, or changed the trajectory of the path that you were on. It could be an experience, it could be an event, um, it could be a relationship. I'm going to take an example of mine of a crisis or challenge that I had and then walk through what I learned from it. And then I'm going to give you the opportunity to do that as well. So what I'm going to do in starting this is to um, pick, pick a challenge. And the challenge that I'm taking is I already mentioned that my husband was diagnosed with young onset Alzheimer's in 2012. And within two months, I shuttered my 30 year thriving agency. And that meant all my history, my archives, my reputation, everything was put in the past. I remember looking at that situation. It was just shortly after he was diagnosed within a week. Um, I was at my office and everyone had gone home. It was the end of the evening. The sun was setting outside my window and I just needed some quiet time. I needed a moment to process this diagnosis and what it meant for my life, my work and what and our life and what I was going to do moving forward. There's your lovely office. We're looking at your lovely office. Okay, so I got a glass of wine I lit the candles, I put some music on, and I walked around and soaked in all that I had built, um, literally and figuratively. Um, this office was everything I had dreamed of for years. We custom designed it and I had moved in less than 12 months prior. I designed the full space from scratch I wanted it to be home-like because the research we did with women was real life. I didn't want, we didn't use focus group facilities. We didn't do focus groups. We had women into our home. So it was like a home. We had a kitchen, dining room that flowed into this living room. We had home colors, we had lamps, we had curtains, um, upgraded flooring, candles all around fresh flowers, um, and this was what I had worked toward for 30 years. And in that time there, my head knew I needed to give it all up, but my heart didn't want to. I knew I needed to eliminate my $100,000 a month overhead. I knew I knew, didn't have the focus or the stamina to keep feeding that hungry beast. And I wanted to spend the last few years I had with my husband, Todd, um, to spend them together. So that night, I said my gratitudes. I said my goodbyes. And I just spent time there. The next morning, I called the staff together in the kitchen 
And I told them that I was shutting down the agency. I didn't give them a reason why, because I wasn't ready to share that diagnosis out loud. Um, in fact, at that point, had not even told my family, and it and it was, you know, confusing for them as to what what's going on. And I was at that point engulfed in fear and grief, fear of the impact it would have on my staff financially and emotionally and their families, fear that the industry would think we closed because of financial failure, fear because people would think, oh, Dory, she got too fancy for her britches. It was a big investment to go there. And grief because I was losing my identity and I was on the path of losing my husband. So a few weeks later, I'm in my new location in the lower level of my home. My daughter's bedroom's converted to a conference room in case I have people come in. All the sitting areas that she always joked and called my conversation corners were converted to workstations. I had a lot of the same furniture, but it didn't feel anything the same. So day after day, I'm working alone at my desk. No hustle bustle, no laughter in the hallways, no shared lunch hours. This is my new future. In this crisis challenge, what did I learn from that um, as, that, that I can take forward? First of all, very big, the main overarching learning. Shuttering my agency proves more difficult than I care to admit. What were the lessons I learned? Number one, my identity was too wrapped in my agency. My business was my success, my reputation um, I had worked hard for, and it was a career I was proud of. It felt like it was me. Number two, I realized I had a fear of looking small. I have, you know, like, what am I gonna do now? Um, I have worked with Brendan Burchard and he does a lot of coaching with business entrepreneurs. And he said, the, one of the, uh, the main reason why most people never live their dream to be an entrepreneur or to make a switch is because they're embarrassed. They're embarrassed to look small. And I was there. I also learned my values outweigh my ego. Thank goodness I had lived a life where I was very clear on my values, what was most important to me, what I stood for. I built my whole agency was a values driven agency and I hired people that aligned with my values. So thank goodness I had those values to lean on because use this as an opportunity right now. I'm gonna give you five minutes to think of, of a crisis, a challenge, a misfortune, an obstacle, something in your life 
that made it difficult and you mustered the courage to get through it. So think for a minute, like make a list of maybe five things. What comes to mind? Think of your lifeline. Could be something that was a situation in your childhood. Could be something more recent as an adult. Maybe you're still working on it. Maybe you're still, it's a work in progress in learning. So think of a few, pick one right now in our time, just pick one that you wanna focus on and, um, and think about what it is you learned about yourself or learn from that process a skill that, um, that you can take forward. It's part of your wisdom. It's part of your life experience that adds to who you are and benefits you moving forward. Okay, okay. So how I'm gonna ask you to do it is to, um, you know, I wanna limit it to maximum of five minutes um, for the coaching and everything. So how about if in about one minute you overview what your challenge was and then go into what it is you learned from it? Oh, okay. Well, I, I'll go much faster than five minutes. So um, <laughs> I have a couple examples, but I'm just going to use one because um, there's so many lessons that one can learn throughout life. Uh, but when I was growing up, um, I had a great childhood. My parents owned a trucking company. It was very successful. Um, and then my dad decided to, they wanted to create a new trucking company that was not a uh, union. <clears throat> well, the union company that dad owned that they ran uh, was the union was the Teamsters. And if you know anything about the Teamsters, they are, they, back then at least, they were kind of a scary um, union. Um, and so what happened is the Teamsters got upset that my dad was trying to start a, a non-union company. And so he struck um, the other company. And so we basically what that meant is that the income, the business went down and our income changed um, dramatically for our family. And my parents were also afraid for us. So we got a, a answering machine said, nobody answers the phone. My mom picked us up from school. Anyways, what I learned from all that was surprisingly or not, was to save, to save money for, for you never know what would happen down the road. And so where that applies, um, it, it's applied a lot throughout my life. But um, one recent application is that a year ago, my husband's contract ended. And um, fortunately, we had enough in savings so that he didn't even have to start another contract until sometime this year, which he did, you know, which we were grateful for. And so, um, so that's just one way that we, you know, that we applied that lesson. Um, yeah. So I'll oh, keep it short oh. and sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So let me ask you on the learning list. So you have saved money, you know, never know the future. Um, right. how about emotionally, how old were you when this happened? How did that affect your feelings, your sense of stability, like emotionally? Yeah, well, um, I think I don't, I don't remember being traumatized, except for, you know, mom and dad acting kind of weird, you know, picking us up from school, not letting us take the bus and stuff. And, you know, there were times too, my mom, you know, kind of tucked us in and she cried a little, because um, she was kind of concerned about what was happening. But I mean, I think it just kind of 
just made me just keep those those things in mind that you know what you have today could be gone tomorrow it just could be gone and i have a strong faith so i mean i know that god's a huge part of it and he's taken care of me all along <laughs> i've seen his hand in everything so so yeah and, and my faith wasn't very strong when i was a kid i i didn't have that good of a relationship with jesus or anything so it's just gotten better so I'm taking it you were pretty young when this happened. Yeah, probably like 15, 13, 14, okay. 15, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so that's good. And you, you know, um, bring this forward um, with you, that learning. Um, and I don't know, one thing to look at is does that conservativeness get in the way of your willingness to pursue a dream, uh, step out a little bit further. Um, is that also, it could be uh, holding you back at times as well. There's always, what's the right balance? Yeah, especially when, you know, we wanna take our kids on a family vacation. You know, we try to every year. And, you know, during the time that Spencer wasn't working, you know, we, we, we just cut back on spending, even though we probably didn't have to, but we did. It was just a mentality. And now when we were talking, you know, he's got a new contract. And so now we're talking about a holiday and it's like, honey, we, we actually have it in the savings so we can spend it. But you know, it's that mentality that if you're not working, then you shouldn't spend money. <laughs> but yeah. I look at my brother's family and my sister-in-law has metastatic breast cancer and they my brother was a huge saver too. And he's like, I saw, you know, over 4th of July, he said, you know what, Pam? He said, you just got to spend it. I mean, spend it with your family and you never know how long you've got with your family too, you know, especially with him and his wife. So yeah, yeah. So now so they're just having a hoop. A great, <laughs> well, that's a great thing to be aware of. And you never know, to, uh, I'll tell you with my husband, one thing I learned, yeah. tomorrow is not promised. Exactly. So um, things exactly. can change very, very quickly. So, it, and, you know, to look and make sure that it, that you're not giving up on the joy, the memories, the, you know, the family stuff being very cautious, you know, in the financial side, it's, you know, it's the balance. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't take it with you. So right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, do we have time, Lisa, to do one more person? Um, suggest you might want to reflect on additional challenges, obstacles, and especially, um, you know, that childhood is great, but at, at different stages of your life, um, and look at it, not just the rational things you, you learned, but look at it to glean out some of your unique traits and skills. What pulled you through that? Um, you know, uh, Yes, what, what pulled you through? What characteristics do you see that might be um, something that makes, makes you stand apart from other people? Um, one thing Tony Robbins said once that really stuck with me, he said, what if life is happening for you, not to you? Which is again, another way to look at it. Your husband contract ended, the restaurant um, and, you know, the challenge with COVID, getting laid off, all of that. I mean, I, again, going back to my comment about what seems like a setback can actually be a setup 
for something bigger, greater, better. So it's a way to look at some of these daunting things that maybe it is actually not happening to you, but for you. So um, with that as closure on just one, this is one little snippet of um, an exercise to look at your life, see your unique magnificence, see honor the wisdom, the experiences that you have, and to be able to pull that and glean out. What does that mean? What can you take forward? And, and to lean into that when you're in another challenge or even pursuing a dream. Um, so in wrapping, I'm just going to say I would love to see you ladies part of Aging with Power. And, you know, if you, um, if you are interested, uh, please, you, you kind of have the details. Check out my website, dorymolitor.com. And for any of you that are on this call, because you're followers, supporters of Lisa, any of you, if you um, pre-register now for that September 29th, Gaining Clarity uh, live training, um, uh, if you get registered, I'll have your email and I will send you a printable guide. I am putting together these 12-minute guides. Some are 12 minutes to boost your confidence, 12 minutes to wrap up, to uh, wake up your mojo. And they, they link into different lessons that we'll be doing in the months going forward. So come on, come on board. Thank you so much, Dory. Thank you for having, coming and sharing about your program, Aging with Power. This has been the Global Art Cafe, uh, part of the Business Mastermind series. And for those of you who are here on Zoom, thank you very much. And if you're listening on the podcast, that podcast is Global Art Cafe. Please follow along. Give me a like and better yet, make sure you follow me and I would love a review. Give me a review so people can see that they're getting valuable content there and learning about life, creativity, and connecting with other business owners around the world. And let's keep sharing that entrepreneurial spirit. Thank you so much, Dory, for sharing your entrepreneurial story with us today and a little bit about your program. We're here to support each other. And if you want to learn more about me, Lisa Kindle, the host, I am a therapeutic art life coach. I lead the Global Art Cafe every Friday at 10 a.m. on Zoom. Go to my webpage, artsoliving.com, and you can learn all about it. Sign up for the Global Art Cafe. Join us on Zoom. Uh, leave me a like. There's so many ways you can be involved, and I appreciate every one of you for listening and being here with me today. Any closing comments, Dory? Any nuggets to share as we say goodbye? Um, I put you on the spot. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> well, I will say that going through the training I went through and being able to distill that down into lessons and things, I, I spent two years going through that. I can bring glean the big insights out and share that with women like you so you can get there faster um, and I will tell you, when you are living the life you're meant to live and you're living full out, you show up differently. People will notice that um, you walk in a room different, you carry yourself different. And this is all about, you know, raising up to everything that, that you were born for. So let's live our life fully. Um, and um, I would love to be on that journey with you as we together continue to evolve and grow. Love it. 
if people could see you say, girlfriend, let's do this thing. Let's go live. Jump up and live a little, little ladies. Let's go. Let's do it. Go out and live. Thank you everyone for being God here. You guys. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks, Dory. Thank you for listening to the Global Art Cafe podcast. Please like and share this podcast and leave me a five-star rating. Join this creative community on my website, www.artsoulliving.com to stay up to date on events and upcoming special guests. Please consider supporting this podcast with a financial contribution. I appreciate your patronage. Go to www.artsoulliving.com and hit the donate button. You'll make my day. My mission is to transform women's lives through introducing creative solutions to art and business and life challenges one heart at a time.